This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Electric Acid. Welcome to Transforming 45 the podcast that celebrates the incredible power of passionate voices. I'm your host, Lisa Boat. Join me in conversation with heart-led humans who share their deeply personal stories of transformation. Transforming 45 is here to uplift, connect, and remind you it's never too late to write your next chapter. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of Transforming 45. I have been waiting for this episode for me ever, really. <laughs> ever since I saw this artist, I was like, I want to know who this person is. So today we have Jackie Lake. She is Lakehouse Designs on Instagram, and that is how I first found her. So it was years ago, even I think 2019, 2020. And your artwork came up in my feed. And I was like, who is this person who's like reading my brain in my heart? And your art is so joyful in its expression, in the color that it uses. And it's so beautifully fun and funny and sweary. It's all the things that I love. So I have been following. All the things everybody loves. (laughs) (laughs) No, I've been following you. And this year, my approach to the season of Transforming 45 was, well, let's just see. Let's like take some big swings and throw it out there and see who responds. And so I sent Jackie a message and she got back to me in the most lovely way, almost right away. And I was I was so excited to talk to her. And a couple of weeks ago, we had an intro meeting where we became like instant soul sisters. And so I know this conversation is going to be super fun. So welcome, Jackie. I'm so glad you're here. Oh, my gosh. Thank you so much, Lisa, for having me. I'm very excited to be here. I'm so glad that you reached out to me because, you know, it's such a nice feeling knowing that you actually are impacting anybody. You know, you throw your art out there, you hope for the best. And right. kind of, and as we get into this conversation, we'll get to that part, but it just, it, it, it's such a nice feeling knowing that one person like is laughing the way you are about whatever it is that you're talking about or, you know, mm-hmm. crying about it or whatever. Um, it's so nice. So thank you again for reaching out and I appreciate being on here. It's an honor. Yeah, it is so fun. And I totally relate like, as a creator, like as a podcast creator, I put these episodes out every week and hope that somebody finds something that they hear and that resonates with them. But often you don't hear from the audience, right? So it does sometimes feel like you're putting stuff out into the world and you have no idea what the impact is. Right. So, yeah. So I can completely relate to that. And yeah, it is, it is so nice when you hear from people who appreciate the work that you're doing. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. So Jackie, tell me your story. How did you get to where you are today? How did I get to where I am today? Okay. So I'm going to kind of jump around a teeny bit, but, Mm -hmm. um, one of the things that I learned 
when in my late twenties, maybe, yeah, probably my late twenties. Um, I went and listened to, um, Maya Angelou speak and it was one of the completely transformational moments in my life. Um, she's, I, I've always been a fan of hers. Um, but to be able to actually see her in person and watch her speak from a stage and be in the room with all of these people and, you know, feeding off of her energy and her absolute magic. She said something um, that will has stayed with me from the second I heard it. And she said, what she said was super simple, be someone, be someone in your community, be someone in your family, be someone in your church, in your school, anywhere that you are in your workplace, wherever you are in the world and whatever you're doing, be somebody. And she went off about the, you know, 25 different things that you can be. But what I took home from that was you need to show up for whatever is happening in your life and whoever you're surrounding yourself with and for yourself. And so looking back before having heard from her, um, I was a mother, I was a wife, I was a daughter, a sister, all of these things. And I think I always tried to be the best of whatever that was. And I know it sounds super cliche, but I, you know, I, I'm kind of a people pleaser and I, I wanted to be that for whoever I needed to be that for. Um, but after that and more toward where you're going with this podcast and, and your whole content, you know, you, who you are when you're young and then you, you're who you are when you get married and then you're who you are when you're a mother. And then now you get to the point where, okay, well, so, well, I'm not married anymore. Um, my children are 26 and 29 um, and they really are grown adults and don't really need me. And, and where am I, you know? And so the, the someone that I was to all of those people is, I'm still that, I'm still somewhere there, but I'm not the exact someone that I was. So for this and the whole, you know, idea behind this whole transformation is that, is that I, every day I wake up and I try to figure out who I need to be for wherever, whatever situation I'm in and not like a, Oh, I need to change and be a, you know, a chameleon and do whatever I need to do to please anyone. I just need to know that whoever I am, and who I am in this moment is going to be authentic to me, authentic to the people around me, um, hopefully giving you know back and serving people who I can, which seems kind of funny when you think about the art that I do, because <laughs> really, is it service? I'm not 100% sure. Um, <laughs> it's service. Trust me. It's, Take it from me. It's service. It, it's, you know, but it's, that's, I think, the bottom line to my story is that I strive to be somebody who makes a difference in the world, in the lives of the people I care about, in my family, in my community. And at this point in the game, I think that's, um, I think that's as dumbed down and simple as that sounds. It's such an important part of me and I think really who I am. So that's, that's, that's my story. I think mm -hmm. in a, in a nutshell without getting into all of the um, <laughs> biographical information <laughs> that, that you might need to know about me, but I think I hit most of that stuff. So, yeah. yeah. Um, I know the words, the words sound simple, right? Like mm -hmm. be someone, it sounds right. so simple that it's almost, you're almost, if you don't really stop and think about it, you're almost able to shrug it off. Right. Like, Oh, absolutely. Um, absolutely. Oh yes. Of course you should be someone. 
because isn't that what being alive is, you know? But Mm -hmm. yeah, but, and and it's not though, right? Like, uh, because there's a lot of people, and of course I'm going to apologize for the sweariness because I actually do swear in real life too. So don't apologize. (laughs) We we swear and we cry and we laugh. We do it all. Good, good, good. That's, that's, that's why we're soul sisters already. Um, (laughs) But yeah, because it does, it sounds so trite, right? Like just, oh, just be somebody. But it take, it's fucking hard to be somebody all the time to, mm-hmm. to all the people that you encounter in your life. And honestly, just for yourself, you know, it's so mm-hmm. hard to like give yourself that permission to be who you need to be for yourself. And it's, yes. it's, it's a terrible, it's a terrible disservice that we, that we do to ourselves when we don't allow that. And I think most people don't on a regular basis because they, they don't know how. And, and they're not allowed, you know, they, or, or they feel like they're, you know, they're selfish and, and definitely something I've learned from turning it, Well, it was actually, I think I've known this for my whole life and kind of throw it out there all the time, but most people learn this as, as they get older and in those situations of where we are right now, or the ages that we're at, at right now, you know, you don't give a shit about what other people think about you. Right. And, and, but everybody does. And it's so terrible. It's, it's such a, like, I think it's Eleanor Roosevelt that says, don't worry about what anybody thinks of you. It's none of the, it's none of your business. And yes. that's such an important thing for me because it isn't people are going to think whatever the hell they want to think. Like mm-hmm. I have tattoos. Okay. I'm 57 years old. I got my first tattoo when I was 50. And at that point in the game, who did I care? What uh, I care about? Like what uh, is everyone concerned that what my skin is going to be terrible when I'm 75? I don't care. Right. And, and these things mean something to me. And it's like, oh, well, you know, people our age, people our age don't what live, have fun, um, express themselves, um, enjoy their lives. Um, and I'm not saying a tattoo is represents all of that, but for a lot of people, it does represent a lot of that. And, 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 and just the whole, you know, societal expectations and norms of, you know, not worrying about yourself first makes me fucking crazy because, if you're not happy, who's going to be happy around you? And that's, that's a huge thing I think for people, for women our age, because we, we weren't like, I look at my daughter who's 26 and she's the best self-care giver I, or self-carer that I've seen in my life. And she really does. I mean, like she won't answer her texts and she's just like, I'm not going to answer my texts for the next, I don't know, two weeks. And I think to myself, Oh my God, what? Well, and, and I'm your, and I'm your mother. So please answer my text. But, but yeah. you know, when you just need that time away to, to not have to worry about that, it's, I mean, whoa, freedom, like, and joy and, you know, simple simplicity and just, you know, not having to worry about everybody on you. You know, yes. I grew, you know, I'm old enough to remember that, you know, not everybody had a cell phone. I was still typing papers, you know, on a typewriter my senior year of college. You know, I, we didn't get a computer for years. I didn't get a cell phone until I was pregnant with my son at age 28. And that was one of those giant brick ones for emergencies only. So I wouldn't have to stop at a gas station because I was pregnant and I didn't want to have to stop at a gas station. Mm -hmm. You know, like we, and I miss those days sometimes, you know, like I love Mm -hmm. my smartphone and I love having it and I love all the things it can do for me, but God, get rid of that thing for an afternoon or, or forget it. And you just think, Oh God, my life just got so much easier and more simple yeah. and, and happier, you know? So, mm-hmm. yeah. 
Yeah, because there is this there is this instantness about it, right? And right. listening to you talk about your daughter, it's one of the things that I'm also now having to work on is that I don't need to respond to everybody immediately. Right. Right. I can actually take some time and can one consider what it is that I actually want to say back, which, you know, like also right. that right to the, like, be somebody. Right. And if be somebody in everything that I do, because when I have clients who text me, my initial impulse in my all my programming is to get on there and immediately respond. Right. But I've learned that if I give myself a little bit of space and think about it first, the response that I give them is much better oh, than much if better. I'm coming to them from this like place of that, that, that place of um, it, like, Oh, I just lost the word, <laughs> but where it's, you absolutely need to respond in the moment. There's like anxiety. I, I, right. That. Right. And I know exactly right. what you're talking about. And I understand. And, and I get that because I know I, I do this thing about texting now that if I don't, if I can't respond to somebody's text in time or in a timely manner, I tell them that. Yes. But it's a whole different thing when you've got an email or a direct or a message or anything like that. That's a whole different thing because you, it, it, that's like a, a business thing that you need to like think about, right? Or, or something, you know, like that, a professional thing that you need to think about or just anything that you just need to think about. And like you said, we don't give ourselves that time to, no. to think. And, you know, some days, and I don't know about you, but depending on my mood <laughs> and how my day went, <laughs> people are going to get wildly different answers, right? Mm -hmm. And oh, um, absolutely. because sometimes I just cannot hold my fucking tongue because I'm like, what, what, what are you crazy? What, you know? And, and, and it's when you can stop and just like, I don't know, even just overnight, like sometimes I'll, I'll get messages and I, I'm in my bed. It's, you know, 1130 at night. And I'm like, oh, should I respond to this? And I think, what, what? No, you should not respond to this. It is 11 o'clock at night. Put your phone down and go to bed, you know? Yeah. Um, and, and, and having that just a little bit of time that you can just kind of roll whatever it is that you want to say back in your head makes a huge difference, right? Yes, and, it does. And we don't allow ourselves to do that because sometimes I think if we don't answer fast enough, we worry that people are going to get information or be disinterested get information from somebody else faster or be disinterested in whatever we want to say or yes. think, Oh, that person's not paying enough attention to me. You know what? Unless you're a concierge doctor, really, I don't need to pay attention. Like we're, that's not me. I, yes. you're not the paying stakes me. Are really not that high, really not that high in yeah. <laughs> what I'm doing out here. <laughs> like this isn't, you know, brain and heart surgery. <laughs> you yeah, know, yes. this is just, you know, whatever it is. So no, you, you're absolutely right. I think that people, um, expect so much and I think we expect so much from ourselves. Yes. And it's so unfair to ourselves because we don't need to do that. We don't need to be those people. We can, you know, take a deep breath. And I mean, do you remember when you, I mean, remember, well, you probably don't remember because you're not quite as old as I am. Um, but it, like people used to write each other letters and that's how they corresponded. Like you yes. had to write a letter wait till it got to wherever it got, that person had to write a letter back and then send it back to you. I mean, yeah. the stuff that we get done as fast as we get done is yes. blows my mind. And that's it, what makes it, people more impatient, right? Because they get it so fast. What did we do when we had to look up something in an encyclopedia, right? Mm -hmm. And didn't yes. have 25 articles that we could 
pick because, you know, you'd have to go over to your neighbor's house and borrow their encyclopedia because theirs was different than yours. And maybe they yeah. had a different sentence in there, you know? <laughs> I know. But, but there was, it did build this sense of, I do remember letters actually, because <laughs> I, um, I worked at a, I worked at a camp in the summer and the people who I met there all lived oh. in different, oh. all lived in different towns. So and I you got go to home. write letters. Ugh. Yes. And so one of my, like one of my heart people, he's still like one of my favorite people to this day. He and I wrote letters to each other essentially every week for like eight years. So I have this beautiful collection of, so I have his side of the conversation. Right, right, right. And it's so, every once in a while, I'll go out and I'll just pull one out and think about, it's such this like deep connection to that time in my life. Right. And there was one time actually where we got together and he had my letters and I had his. No! Yeah. And we went through them and it was such a cool experience to be able to walk through this really like this time in our lives. So I was, uh, 16 when we started writing letters to each other right, and right. We wrote letters until my early 20s so that is such a formative time oh absolutely yeah and you're so 16 and you're still and you're still open enough because yeah. this isn't your boyfriend this isn't you yeah. know this isn't somebody like this is a, a true friend that you met at a place that was so important to you and such a you know a, a, a big part of where you spent your time and your energy Yes, And to be able to have that in written form is insane. I'm a letter keeper. I have letters from probably elementary school and I have quite a few bins in my basement that are filled with letters from just about every person in my life. And Mm -hmm. I do have one box that's called my pick me up box. Mm. And, and, and it's been there my whole life. And I, whenever somebody wrote something that really made me feel good, um, not necessarily just about myself, but about our friendship or, you know, just like you said, like some, some part of a conversation that was such like, so poignant and so, you know, heartfelt that I would throw it in there. And when Mm -hmm. I would get down in the dumps, I'd pull that out. And of course, not every letter made it in there. It had to be something pretty important. And so, so I would, I would, um, I would go back to that box and read it, read the letters in there and think, okay, you know what? I'm, I, I'm a worthy person. I'm, you know, I'm, I can, I make a difference in somebody's life. So, so that's a plus, right? Right. Yeah. And And there's something really powerful about the tangibility of a letter that doesn't exist in the digital, in the digital form, right? This like, the seeing someone's handwriting and the energy that exists in what they put on the page. Right. And like hearing you talk about that, it makes me wonder. So it was art always a really important part of your self-expression. Yes, absolutely. It absolutely was. I have, I, I have absolutely no formal training in any kind of art. And the reason that all of my art has like floral backgrounds and that kind of thing is because I can only draw inanimate objects. I cannot draw like, I mean, I could draw for like Pictionary and you'd get what I was saying, <laughs> but for reality, I'm not that good of an artist um, or, or an illustrator, I guess. And, um, yeah. So I've always been that girl. I was the doodler all over my peachy folder, you know, like I wrote stuff on every notebook and 
um, colored things. And, and I, I was lucky enough to be blessed with, um, nice handwriting. So mm. I never had to worry about handwriting. Um, but just the art out that, you know, just being able to write it out. So, so, you know, when you're, when you're good at handwriting, everybody wants you to do handwriting, right? So, so you're doing it for whatever you're doing and, you know, all through your life, all through your childhood, I did everybody's wedding invitations. I did, you know, every poster in high school, you know, and in college, you, you know, you're doing all of that kind of thing. And, um, but being able to sh like make something, and I'm a crafter too. Like I love to make anything with my hands and, and I'm a pretty good, I, I wouldn't say I'm a very, like, I'm a great artist. I'm a really great technician and I can do just about anything. If you show me something, like if you give me an example, I can probably figure out how to do it. Um, and it, and if it's a class, I, I definitely know how to do it by the end of the class. So I, because I'm interested and I love that kind of thing, but it, it's that, again, that tangibility of having something because now it's, and I think we talked about this before in our first conversation, you know, I do mostly everything digitally and, mm -hmm. and it's great because believe me, you save a lot of paper, um, and, and a lot of other supplies, but to be able to make something in back in the day when I was making other, you know, doing art and, and doing crafts. And I, I used to be a big scrapbooker. Um, you know, you, you have that and you're using the glue and you're tearing things and you're cutting stuff out and you're drawing and you're painting and having that thing at the end of it, whatever it is, good or bad, is so cool, right? Like, mm -hmm. it's such a very, very cool thing. And um, and that's always been one of those things that I have leaned on, I think, even, you know, regardless of whether it was something that I wanted to just make or that I was asked to make. I think the most important pieces are the pieces that I just made myself, for myself. Mm -hmm. Like, it's like, oh, I'm going to make a collage and write down like a mood board, right? Back in the day. Cause you can do it on Pinterest now and it makes it a lot easier. But I mean, <laughs> my, like, we still love my sister, my daughter and I, we still, we all still love to like cut paper, like out of magazines and make a, a mood board or like we do a manifestation thing. My sister and my, and my daughter make up a manifestation thing every year, um, exercise and we do it every year. And it's awesome because you can, you have you can build it to what you yes. think you want it to be through whatever you think it's going to be or it should be. And, um, and that's always been super important to be able to, to make something like that and have it like hanging somewhere so that it reminds you or, you know, having it or, or making something and sending it to somebody and saying, Hey, this reminded me of you and I wanted you to have it. You know, I mean, I think handmade gifts and that kind of thing are such an important thing because like nowadays you can buy anything. And like I was talking to my girlfriend the other day and we were talking about like Amazon, like what I need anything. And all I have to do is like get on there and I'll get it because I'm a prime member, you know, in two days. <laughs> and, yes. uh, and it's kind of, it's awesome yet. It's terrible because, you know, you, you can like, if you're hand making something and even if it's a note or a letter or a card, right? Like that to me is such like, it's so much more meaningful, you know, than, than anything else that you can buy just to buy. 
Yeah, um, because you're actually using your body, right? There's, right. There, it's tangible. It's sensory. Right. It's when you were right. when I was listening to you talk about like using the glue and using the lettering pens that you have, and th those are they're actual tactile things. And then we have something that's physical that's taken all of this beautiful energy and intention and put it into something. Right. 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 And that's exactly what it is: energy and intention. Yes. Because you wanted to do this. And you did it. And that's important. You know, mm -hmm. intention, intentionality and energy. I'm a big energy person. I like, I'm a big vibe person. If mm -hmm. I meet you and you, I don't vibe with you, I'm pretty sure that I'm, we're just not going to jive and be friends. And mm -hmm. I know that's kind of hard to say. I mean, kind of obnoxious to say, maybe. But I, at this point in the game, I like I don't have enough time to spend with people I love and I want to spend time with. I, I don't need any new people, right? Mm -hmm. and, and and I'm not saying that I'm not gonna. I don't seek out new people because look at you and I. Like now we now we're friends. Yes, and I treasure that and I'm so happy about that. But that's because we jived and our vibe and we work together. Our energies bounced off each other and decided, yes, this is what it's going to mm -hmm. be. And I really tru truly believe that. And I think that people have energy that they put out into the world and the people who are aligned with that same energy are who are going to find you. Right. And, yes. and, uh, and, and I think that's such an important thing because, you know, you don't need to. And again, another thing that is so forced on women and women all the time, women our age, a lot of the time, is that, you know, oh, you need to get along with everybody and you need to put yourself out there and be like friendly and kind and sweet to everybody. I mean, I'm going to be as kind as I can be, but mm -hmm. I'm telling you what, like I said, I don't know if I, we talked about this before, but my, my happy PTA, I'm a nice person face doesn't hang around anymore. Like I was yeah. that girl or woman for a really long time. And I honestly, I just don't have, I just don't have the energy for it. No, you know, my I know. face shows you exactly what I'm thinking and it's yep. a terrible thing, but it's also <laughs> but, so fucking freeing. Like, what? Yes. like, yes. Like, I'm sorry. Absolutely. What are you, why are you wasting your time speaking to me yeah. right now or wasting my time? Because I can't be bothered. Yes. And, and I know that sounds so rude, but it's so and true. It's true. And I think that there, I, you just said something that's so important. And I think there is a huge rewrite that we have the potential to do around rude, right? And what is considered right, rude. Right. Because what we really need to do, like everything that you've been saying, and like, yes, this is the transformation. Right. It is trusting ourselves enough to know that my energy is beautiful and it is precious. And right. I get to choose who I share that with. Absolutely. And it needs to be reciprocal. Oh, I'm no longer in a place. Percent where I want to pour all of myself and my energy into somebody to bring them up to the same level as me. Oh, I, absolutely. I will. Yeah. Like I will be there for people who are willing to engage mm -hmm. and to have exchanges of conversation, but it's not my job to fill you up. It's right. my job to fill me up. Right. And, um, it was my, my, my last class. The last thing I taught was grade six online. And my students one day said, you know, that she's really like, because I don't, yeah, I don't yell. I have a very calm demeanor. Uh -huh, uh -huh. They're like, 
But the minute she gets super calm and her eyes get real big, you know, <laughs> you're in, you're in trouble. Okay. Then right. Exactly. Um, so all this time I thought I had this like very neutral face. And the truth is, I don't think I ever did. I think if people right. were really paying attention, attention right, exactly. <laughs> they would have been like, Oh, oh there's something mm. not okay here. Yeah, but exactly. That, that is the freedom that I think the women of our generation at this leading edge. And I also, I also want to pay homage and gratitude to some, to the women who have gone before me. Cause one of the things oh, I worry absolutely. about when I have these conversations is that we're ignoring the like work of the women who went before oh. us. It's just, they paved the way so that right. we get to have these conversations in this right, way. Right, right, right. And we need to honor them for doing that because it's yeah. just so much harder than it is for us. And, and also try to inspire the women coming after us to, yes. to be this way and to allow themselves grace and to give themselves the freedom to be themselves and to be happy. And, and that's, that makes a big difference in, in when you, when you're thinking about how you run your daily life or how you're acting toward other people, I think that makes a huge difference. And mm -hmm. it's funny because I, on my Instagram account, um, I, when people share my, uh, a piece of art, I always DM them always. And not because I want to be like, Oh my God, thank you. Yeah, I want to kiss, kiss your ass for doing this for me. And like getting more, more exposure. It has absolutely nothing to do that with that. It has to do with the fact that somebody took a minute of their time to like press the little airplane button to for, you know, to send it to their story or to a friend or to whatever, because those small little things are what make up all of the big things, right? Like, yes. like those small actions make up who, because you continue to do those small actions every single day. I had somebody ask me, um, in my DMS, they're like, Oh my gosh, why do you, why do you feel like you need to thank me whenever I share something? Hmm. And I, and I didn't think they were trying to be rude. I think hmm. they were just like asking. Right. Yep. And, um, and I'm like, you know what, because you took time out of your day to, you know, to share this and I appreciate it. And that's my bottom line. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. See, it's, it's not just my, it's not just the reason I'm sitting in my car because of my dog. <laughs> oh, but you know, that's what it is. Like people, when people go out of their way, even as small of out of the way as it may seem, it makes like to just, you know, cause they're sharing something that you shared. Right. So even if it's something super funny of mine or, or something kind of like, Oh God, yeah, that is something that, you know, hits home and resonates in a terrible way for me, you know, like that being able to throw that out there into the world or share it with somebody else who maybe is down or is not feeling good. I mean, I have people coming to me saying like, Oh my gosh, I'm going through this, blah, blah, blah. I just this morning wrote to somebody and I was, they were like, I'm going through kind of a hard time. And I was like, you know what? just know, like, if you ever need to like say anything about that hard time, please feel free to vent to me because it might be easier to vent to somebody that doesn't have skin in the game. Mm -hmm. And I yeah. will, I swear to you, listen to you and I will. And I try really hard to listen to you because that's all we're, that's all we're looking for. Right. Is to be heard, is yeah. to be seen and to be heard and to be understood. And yes. even if it's not completely understood, at, le at least to be, to have people respect you enough to hear you and to see you. Yeah. 
right? Yeah. And that is for all the evils of social media that we talk about a lot. Right. This is one of the really incredibly beautiful and powerful things. Absolutely. Absolutely. Is the ability to show up and say, thank you for seeing me. I see you. And it doesn't matter where in the world you are. Right. I see you. And I'm grateful that you exist. Right. Right. And that's, and that's why I love social media so much because I love that you get to meet different people Mm -hmm. from all over the world. I mean, you and I are basically neighbors because we're in Canada and the U S but I have, you know, there are people out there in the world that I've never met before in real life that I still really consider dear friends of mine because I've met them through Instagram and we've shared stories together. And it's always, you know, some convoluted way of how we got to like, you know, speak and, 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 and as convoluted as it is, it's just as beautiful because whatever it was that we decided to, to, you know, to, to meet about or to talk, like to, to, to have our paths cross about was Uh something that either they had written or they had said, or that I had said. And I find it very, um, I, I think it's important when something definitely resonates with me to say something to somebody about it because, because you want, like, that's what we're looking for. We're looking for connection, right? And we're yes. looking for the, that human connection. And I know it's social media and I know these people live in different countries and in all different time zones, but just that one connection, like if we had met on the bus or, you know, like at a cafe or something and, and, and we wouldn't have met that way because we don't see each other's posts that way, right? Like we, I would never have anybody finding me drawing on my iPad in Starbucks and having them stop me and say, oh my gosh, I love that. Or that's really funny because they would never do it because mm-hmm. you're not seeing a finished product, right? And, and, and to have whatever it is that you're putting out in the world, regardless of what it is, to have somebody pay attention to that and, and, and give you a, a kind word about it or, or any words about it, you know, is nice. And luckily mm-hmm. for me, I'm very, very grateful that I don't have a bunch of haters on my, on my stuff. Um, not that I try to keep my stuff so neutral that they can't hate it, but I, you know, but I throw it out there in, in a, in a general enough sense that, you know, like, look, this is how, how things happen. And I think I'm just, you know, it, and it's not even the shock value of it. I think I just say a lot of things that people think. And that's what most people tell me. It's like, oh my God, you just said that out loud. And, and I'm so glad that you did because I can't say that out loud. And I'm like, yeah, great. That's great. Because that's why I say it because I can say it out loud. Like no one's going to fire me <laughs> for saying the things that I say on social media. Right. Yeah. Um, and, and I also feel like when I'm writing on there, I always, always wanted to be a blogger right? Like I always wanted to have a blog because I like to write. I, sh- I was a psychology major in college, but English was always my favorite subject and, and creative writing and, and writing is, was always really important to me. Another creative way to get things out. Right. But, um, so on my, you know, on my mm-hmm. art posts, I sometimes every so often, if I'm in a really big hurry, I'll write something super short, but a lot of that stuff is stuff that anything I'm, I'm, I'm any of the quotes I'm writing or the funny things that I say, are, are kind of obviously some things that I've been thinking about or that are, you know, something that means something to me. And usually whatever it is, is comes from how I was feeling that day or what I was going through or a memory that I had or something. 
And then I write that in my, in my, um, in the caption. And I mean, I thank God people actually take five minutes to read and not that it takes five minutes, but take a few minutes to read my captions because sometimes they're long, but I always want people to know that I've actually thought through whatever it was that I was doing this art about. And I had like a point, right? Like I have, I, I want people to know, like, you know what, like you're feeling so shitty today. And I want you to know that I feel like dog shit today too. And I want you to know that I'm right here with you and that I see you and tomorrow will be better. I swear, you know? And, yeah. and, and I think that that, that kind of connection that you get over something so simple and so simplistic, I think is, is super important because I think that we are so not connecting personally anymore these days mm-hmm. that, that it's nice to have that. Even yeah. in the smallest sense, right? Even in just the teeniest little sense, it's yeah. nice to have it. And sometimes it is the simplest things that allow us to make that connection. Oh, because right. when we try to make something like big and complicated, it becomes really hard to access. Right. Or when it is something that is like clear and um, in your case, beautiful. <laughs> the, oh, it's sweet. All, Thank you. It is the like the color and the the design that brings you in and then you read the words and you feel the connection of all of those things. And that is really, that is a really powerful way to connect and to be able to say something in a way that people can hear it. Right. right. And, and it goes back to Maya, Maya Angelou and, you know, be someone, be someone who has, who can say something that people can hear. And this conversation is making me think. So before we started recording, we had it, Jackie and I had quite a chat about, about politics. Yes, <laughs> and, yes, we did. <laughs> and one of the things that I was really thinking about during that conversation is we have, I wonder if social, one of the things about social media that might be tricky is that we have become so used to putting things out that we are always, and like, not, not you, but we're always thinking about what we're putting out and not thinking about what somebody else is doing or saying. So it it has gotten in the way of our ability to really just listen. Right. 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 To be present and to listen to what someone is actually saying without thinking about how am I going to respond to this? What do I want to post about it? What do I like all of the internal eye questions? Right. And how, yeah. So having something simple is a way that we can actually come together and listen, like witness and listen each other. Right. Right. And, and I feel that so much because my, um, my Instagram community that has come around to support me is such an amazing community. And, and in that whole be somebody thing or be someone thing, community is such a huge part of that. And I think that it's so important because everybody wants to belong, right? Everyone wants to belong somewhere. And, and I'm lucky enough to feel like I belong in a bunch of different places because I like so many different things and Mm -hmm. I'm a full geek about all the things that I love. Like I'm a super like obsessed weirdo about all the stuff that I absolutely love. So I like will go and find all the people who are obsessed about the same kind of things. Um, but you know, back in the day when I first started this, my art, I got mostly, it was mostly artists that would follow me because I would meet them in different places or at like conventions or at on in classes or in coaching groups. And so those are like creatives are who you kind of 
you know, uh-huh. were, were the who I was, that was my audience. Right. And then like I was telling you before in our first conversation, like all of a sudden I got this like crazy bump. I don't know. The algorithm was like, I'm in love with Jackie because they, all the people started coming and, and that was wonderful, but it's kind of a responsibility, right? Like, because all of a sudden you've got all these people and not that everybody's like clamoring. I mean, and I don't have this massive following, but, but, but you, you've got some sort of a platform and you kind of feel like you should use it for good. I don't know. Right? Yeah. Like you should yeah. use it to like help people or to make people, you know, think and feel. And that's what I think I feel like I do a lot is the, is the thinking and the feeling thing, right? Like I, I, I cause not everything I say is like super positive. I think I, it's I throw, real. but it's real. Right. Like, and, and that's something that's really important to me because yeah. I have, you know, living a, a life that you live without that kind of authenticity and honesty is terrible. And to like, it's so fucking exhausting to be somebody that you're not. And it's, uh-huh. and it's, it, it, it breaks your spirit. Right. Like, and I, and I think for, again, in this, in this transformation of where we are in our lives, it's important to know that it's okay. Like you can be real and it's all right. And you know what, if people don't like it, they go fuck themselves. I mean, I'm sorry, but I yeah. I'm done. I'm done caring about what yeah. people are saying, you know, want to say to me. And it's like, uh-huh. and, and I, so much of that, like so much of that kind of thing that I write on that one, I just the other day when it was like, I'm not always a bitch, just kidding. Go fuck yourself. Right. <laughs> yes. Like that is, it's so fucking rude. Like that is a terrible, like, the very first time I ever saw that, ever saw that anywhere. I was like, Oh my God, that is the best thing ever. Right. And yes. I remember, um, writing it out and making a, a sign for it. And I gave it to my daughter when she was going to college and yeah. I'm like, hang this in your room. And I said, <laughs> maybe just as a warning, I don't know. Like, and I kind of feel that way. Like I don't, I, I'm not one to just tell everybody to fuck off. Not at all. I think I'm a nicer person than that. I think I've got to, you know, but I want people to know yeah. <laughs> that if you're pissing me off, I'm gonna like, yeah. and sorry. And also you should do the same. Like, yeah. I'm giving you permission to do the same. Because yeah, because you, it is this beautiful piece of catharsis, right? right? When you right. see someone else with that same, I'm like, yeah, yes, like, yes, thank you. Please, I'm I'm so glad I'm not the only person that thinks that, right? Exactly. And again, as women, we are so force-fed to be small and convenient and pliable and happy and, you know not buck the system and I'm so over it. Right. Because why, what, where has that gotten us? Yeah. A, a, Besides a hot nowhere. A a hot, one hot nowhere. nowhere. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Because we barely, we can barely get an abortion in the United States. So there's that, you know? Yeah. So, so that, yes. yeah. So that, that, that like everybody needs to use their voice and say what they want to say. And I'm not saying you have to stand you know, on the rooftops and just like scream and yell. But I mean, God, everybody's got a voice. Everyone's got an opinion. And like, say your piece about it. Because you know what? Maybe it's not the same opinion as everybody else. Maybe it's not the same opinion as the people you're friends with or whatever. But you know what? When we share those opinions, that's how we learn, right? Like if you cannot listen to another person's opinion without fighting with them about whatever their stance is, that's a problem. Mm -hmm. Because you know what? We all learn from somewhere. And either it's our growing up or it's we're, how, wherever we're learning our belief system, we're learning it. Mm-hmm. 
and and yeah. maybe a, some of that comes from the inside, the like the morality piece, I think. But maybe, but everything else, you're learning, right? You're learning from people or from somewhere, yeah. and yeah, and, and we need to be able to to learn from each other and yeah. grow with each other and give each other that grace to to have a different opinion. Yeah, right? and to have that to have actual discourse, right? Right, that, right. Yeah, where you can have an exchange of ideas. And be open to listen and know that, yes, people have come from a lived experience. Right. And it doesn't mean that you can't change your mind. Right. 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 Like that's when the discussion that's happening around trans rights right right now. Right. Right. What really is firing me up around when people have opinions about that and don't have a lived reality or lived experience in it. Right. It's not your, you don't get to make decisions for people who right. have. Right. Right. You, you can have an job, opinion. Yes. And your job actually is to listen. Right. 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 It's to listen and to learn and to, to understand that as you have a lived experience, so does somebody else. And in this case, people are being harmed and the same is true with abortion, right? Oh, you don't absolutely. get to decide. You, right. Your role is to learn and to listen and not make decisions from a lived reality you have never experienced. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's, and it's, it's in that discourse and in that conversation that we learn and ha- and gain empathy or yes. because that's the thing. People have an opinion because they have an opinion. And a lot of it is that lived experience, right? Like let's like whatever the, whatever the experience is, you're going to, if you have some sort of experience with it, you're going to, that's what you're going to believe. And that's what you're going to see. But the beauty of being able to have a conversation is that maybe you can change your mind. And I'm not saying you have to have your your mind changed, Mm -hmm. but maybe you can turn around and look at somebody and go, Oh my gosh, you know what? I never thought about it that way. Cause there's Mm -hmm. a lot of things that I haven't thought about the way other people have thought about, obviously, because again, I haven't had that lived experience Mm -hmm. and you know, it, it's, it's a, it's such an important piece of it, right? Like an, such an important piece of our humanity. I feel like that we need to sit and actually have that conversation and listen to each other and gain that empathy and be that curious person, right? Like I love that Ted Lasso in that first season talks about that, like that curiosity, right? Like, Mm -hmm. because when you stop being curious, where, what are you? You're just an opinionated person who like, doesn't want to listen to anybody else and learn from other people. I mean, isn't that why we go to school? Isn't that why we learn about philosopher things, you know, what philosophers thought back in the day or people who, you know, great thinkers now, or people, you know, in the past. that's why we're listening to this. And that's why we're, we're learning it. Right. Because we want to have that understanding yes. of humanity yeah. and how you lived. Right. Yeah. Like that's what we're looking for. And I think it's such an important, I think as women too, and I, I'm very sure there's lots of men who do this too, but for the most part, in my experience, that's where women can and, and kind of thrive in that, right? Like that, that like, let me listen to you and hear you speak because not everybody has the same, you know, the same, even if you're going through a similar experience, not everybody has the same reaction to that experience, right? Like everybody, yeah. everybody experiences things as they experience them. And, and, and nobody else gets to say that they're right or wrong in that. Right. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. I mean, there's very few things. Like I will say that you're right and wrong about things when I, when it's like uh very black and white things like murder, <laughs> uh, rape, yes, you know, yeah. like things yeah. like that, like misogyny. I like, there's things yes. that, that when there are very right. right. Are, right, being are, being, are being right then i'm gonna say you know what you're a thousand percent wrong yeah but for the most part a lot of that has so much to do like you said with the lived experience and but and we learn so much when when you're going through the same like when people are going through a similar situation to hear other people talk about it and to hear other people say like oh my gosh i never even thought about it this way this is the way i thought about it i mean it is so nice and so refreshing to know that there are other reactions to things yeah. right that we're going through and that other people have different reactions to them and then those people can teach us that oh my gosh next time something like that happens or in a conversation or whatever i don't need to react the way i reacted because now i know that you know what here's these 12 other ways that i could have reacted that maybe would have been better for me right mm -hmm. and yeah. and thank god because yeah. good that's i don't want to just live in my own head and <laughs> just worry about how i'm reacting <laughs> to things I mean, yeah. I want to, and of course I react the way I want to react, but I, but it's nice to know and to hear other people's opinions and, and, and observations or reactions so that you know that there's, there's an option, right? That there are yeah. options out there that, that, that not everybody thinks exactly the same way that we're all individuals with our own free will and, and that we all mm -hmm. can do whatever we want to do for ourselves yeah. to make it better, right? Mm -hmm. For whatever, to make humanity better. Because at this point in the game, <laughs> that's what we're looking for, right? <laughs> yeah, we really do. And that is that is what I think is exciting about this. I'm starting to see it as a movement. And maybe it's just because I get to speak to women who are in this transformation all the time. But I right, really right. believe that like, as one light comes up and another one comes up, that light just continues to get brighter and brighter and brighter. And your art gives Aww. us place to experience so that and just oh, see it. Well, and that makes me so happy to hear that because it's you know it started as a little hobby and then it became you know so much more to me in my own heart I mean it was so therapeutic for me I I was going through you know a hard time and I it was such a great way to get my feelings out onto paper and to you know get them out and just be like here it is and now I'm yeah. done and now I can put that out in the world and not you know worry about it so much anymore. And I yeah. feel like if, like, you, like we talked about before, if you can, if it can resonate with one other person, make them feel better. Oh my gosh, that's huge. That's huge. That's, that's why you do it. Right. Like it just, absolutely just because we all want to have that commonality, right? Like we want to have that feeling yeah. that like, I'm not alone. Like I'm in, I'm part of something that is bigger than me and a community that cares about me. Yes. And, and what you're doing with your work is showing women, you know, just because we're at the age we're at doesn't mean that we're done. Like you, like our reproductive years are done. We're, you know, some of us are done being spouses. Some of us are done, you know, doing the things that, that we were relied upon to do for so many years. And, and now we can be who we want to be, right? Like we can, exactly. we can, we can find out what makes us happy. And that's kind of how I was. I mean, I, my divorce was final this year was final four years ago. And, um, and, or just about four years ago. And I mean, if you would have told me, I was married for 29 years, we were together for over like 35 years. If you would have told me like, oh, you guys aren't going to be married. What are you nuts? I would have mm -hmm. been like, you're high and uh, get out of my face. Like, I don't know uh, yeah. what you're talking about. 
but you know, circumstances change and, and people change. We were, we started, we were 19 years old. We were children, right? And, and, and people change and that's fine. And I'm not blaming anybody. It just, it's, it's, it is what it is, but yeah, we also need to take, we as women at this age need to realize that we're allowed to transform. We're allowed to think for ourselves. We're allowed to do things we want to do and put ourselves first. And I have had such a nice, a nice time doing that for myself because I've been able to, right? Like I've been able to, because I have grown kids, right? I don't have to worry about them and caring for them on a day-to-day basis. And it was as scary as it was fucking freeing, right? Because I was like, what am I going to do? But I was like, who cares? I get to do whatever I want to do. Right. And, and, and sharing that, those experience out there, the way you do it and the way you're, you know, helping other women become transform into these women that, that they have the potential to be and that they want to be, but haven't been shown how to be, you know, is huge. Mm -hmm. So thank you for doing that for the world, because that's, um, that's a huge deal, which is why I was so excited when you did reach out, you know, because I was like, Oh, she knows what she's talking about because she knows exactly what she's doing. And my, like my sister is a big, uh, a big advocate for that. She's actually starting a show um, with another gal and she, and, and, and that's the same thing. My sister is a little bit older than me, but she's a badass, right? Like she got her PhD. She has this, you know, great career. She has always been super successful. And I look at her and I think, you know what, you're exactly what women what every woman, and she's been that way, like from high school, right? Like that's yeah. what she was. And, and to watch her become, or not even become just, just be this person that helps other people be better people or be smarter people or be more, you know, emotionally intelligent people. It, it like, thank you again. Thank you mm-hmm. for doing it because everybody needs to have that right. And have yeah. somebody that can teach them that and to, yeah and to learn that from. And I, so I definitely do applaud you, Lisa, for everything that you're doing because it's so important. And I, and I, I thank you because, um, you know, I was that lost person not that long ago and I am so glad that I had enough strength to find myself. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's part of the story. Like that's part of what your story is to be strong enough to know that you can find yourself and find your way through whatever it is. Uh-huh. And now I'm going to do the, now I'm going to do the happy crying. <laughs> oh, I like that. Like, my heart not, and my eyes. Oh my and thank gosh. you for taking yours and transforming it into something that I know oh, you're so my welcome. heart and lots of I'm others. I'm so glad. Thank you so much for being you're here today. You're so this welcome. Such a great conversation. Such a great conversation. And I look forward to many other perhaps non-taped conversations <laughs> and, and maybe not in the car so that my dog is, you know, since my dog is out of control and I can't actually speak in my house. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, anytime you want to talk or do anything, I'm more than happy to be here for you. So all right, let's do it. Uh, let's definitely do it. I appreciate right. it. Okay. Well, Thank you take you. very good care. You too. Thank you. Thank you for joining me on this transformative journey. Your support means the world. If you resonated with our conversation and want to uplift the Transforming 45 community, here's what you can do. Connect with me about how you can reclaim your own magic. Check the show notes for all the ways you can find me. Subscribe and share. 
Hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode. And if you found value here, share it with friends, family, and anyone seeking inspiration. Leave a review on your favorite podcast platform. Your words can make a significant impact and help others find their way to these transformative stories. Join the conversation on social media platforms. Follow us on Instagram at LBoat. You can also find me on Facebook and TikTok. And if you know someone whose story could inspire others, reach out and let me know. I love connecting with diverse voices that carry the power to transform lives. Remember, your support fuels my mission to share authentic stories of transformation. Thank you for being part of the Transforming 45 family. Until next time, keep shining your light and embracing your journey. Are you ready to record our promo for season two of the Wanna Bet podcast? David, have you ever seen a grown man naked? Miles, we're not here to quote lines from Airplane. We're here to tell people that season two starts August 18th. But I like Airplane. I know you do, but Wanna Bet is a sports betting podcast. Each week we bet $1,000 on the NFL teams and games that we love. Well, that sounds like fun. It is fun. And last year you picked over 60% of your games correctly. How'd you do? We're not talking about that. We are telling people that they can find us every Friday. No more movie quotes. Roger, Roger. Electric acid. Hey there, I'm DC. I host the Rock Podcast. Back to the arena, the interviews. It's about a 30-minute podcast where I talk one-on-one with a band who has released new music. You can find us on all the best podcast sites like Spotify, Apple, Google, iHeartRadio, and more. If you're a rock band like me, subscribe today to Back to the Arena, the Interviews. Electric acid.